In the 1990s, Birmingham, Alabama saw a drop in both its population and its crime rate. But even in the safest cities, killers can strike. On May 18, 1996, a customer at a gas station discovered a body. Birmingham police responded to the 911 call. Crime scene investigators determined the victim, the station cashier, had been shot to death. He was the only employee on duty that day. The customer hadn't seen what happened to him. A trail of blood led back into the store and behind the counter. More blood there indicated the cashier lay briefly on the floor before going outside, perhaps hoping for help. He barely made it to the parking lot. Police first suspected a robbery shooting. But money was left on the counter. And the cash register had not been emptied. No fingerprints pointed toward a suspect. And no witnesses had seen anything. Investigators retrieved the store's security videotape and sent it to the police lab. The tape had degraded because it had been reused many times in the recorder. So the footage of the crime was blurry and few details could be seen. Police technicians tried to clean up the image electronically for detectives. The enhanced tape gave investigators a better look at the crime. It confirmed what the crime scene clues suggested. A lone customer shot the cashier, even though the employee was complying with his demands. It seemed he killed without reason. Technicians made video captures of individual frames and tried to enhance them in order to see the face of the perpetrator or any identifying characteristics. Birmingham police hoped to identify the suspect from the stills. Checking mugshots, they could not find a match. Detectives interviewed friends and relatives of the victim, trying to find some lead on the senseless murder. No one recognized the killer or knew who might want the cashier dead. Without any other evidence, the investigation stalled. Two months later, and 20 miles south of Birmingham, a call came into the sheriff's office in Shelby County, Alabama. Sheriff James Jones received the report of two people down at a pawn shop. We got the phone call. It really wasn't clear to us exactly what had happened. We had reason to believe that uh, 
lives had been lost in the building. It happened so rarely in our county that I really was surprised when I got on the scene. EMTs determined the pawn shop owner had died from multiple gunshots. A female employee was in critical condition with a gunshot wound to her head. Uh, all other cars, when you outside, make sure the sheriff ordered deputies to stop any suspicious vehicles in the area. We really didn't know what we were looking for at this point. But we was in hopes that our people would be sharp enough if they saw something that was out of place that they would be able to uh, recognize that, stop that vehicle, and perhaps give us some leads from it. Stabilizing her as much as they could in the field, the paramedics prepared the woman for the helicopter ride to the hospital. Authorities determined more than $2,300 in cash and jewelry was missing. And the gun cases had been nearly emptied. Since the pawn shop had frequent customers, it wasn't difficult for crime scene technicians to lift hundreds of latent fingerprints. Connecting one of them to the crime might be impossible. The lead investigator was Shelby County Sergeant Michael DeHart. There was uh, really a lot of evidence processing to be done, fingerprint dusting, so on, but we didn't find any anything definitive as a result of that. The one thing that we did find that we did have were shell casings that were left at the scene. The murder weapon was a 380 automatic handgun. At the time, we didn't know if this was a, a one-time event that had occurred or if this was a part of a larger series of events. The in-store shooting was similar to the earlier gas station murder. But this crime occurred during a robbery. Detectives checked for the shop's security video. Then they remembered something. I was talking to the owner a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about putting a dummy machine in. He was talking about putting a real one over in this area. Sergeant Russell Yawn found the other machine in the actual surveillance videotape. The second or the real VCR continued to operate even after they took and unplugged and removed the tape from the dummy VCR. And it continued to record even until I, the time that I pushed the eject button. The videotape showed two young men entering the store at 3.23 p.m. They cornered the shop owner, forcing him behind the counter with the female employee. Deputy spotted a red pickup truck barely visible outside the shop. It might be the getaway vehicle. The suspects looted the pawn shop for 13 minutes while the employees watched. 